Welcome to Author Express. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Shauna Rodriguez, one of your hosts and the founder of Authentic Connections Podcast Network, which makes this podcast possible. This podcast is where you discover the voice behind the pages of your next favorite book. And I'm excited about the author we have for you today. Dark fantasy author Amanda Sinatra is ready to reclaim her work and take her stories to a whole new level. And we get to talk with her about that today. So we're going to start with a special edition of Hollow that we're going to get to learn more about. So welcome, Amanda. We're excited to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to hear more about this special edition. But we always start with one common question, and that is, tell me the most interesting thing about where you are from. I am from a little town called Northridge, Massachusetts. And the most interesting thing is, is that, well, there's really nothing. (laughs) We are so small. We just do our own thing. I'm right 45 minutes away from Boston. So, yeah. The most interesting thing is there's nothing interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it's a quiet little town and I love it. Nice. And I love quiet. So that's why I love it. And it's interesting to me. There you go. And you have beautiful foliage because everything there is beautiful in the fall. So I love it in the fall. Yes. Can't mess with that. You definitely have that going on. I love it. So what was the last thing that made you laugh really, really hard? Mm, I have a habit of saying things before my mind can catch up. So I tend to mix my words up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so instead of, I can't, I don't think I can say it. I think it's a little inappropriate. <laughs> But I will say I work with children. So I think the funniest thing that made me laugh is when kids give me funny faces when I'm trying to teach them. You're a teacher then? I work in the special ed department. So I'm a paraprofessional. So I actually help kids transition through classes, help them modify their work, take them to lunch, recess. They're extra little special person. I follow them around. Oh, that's so exciting. And yes, the faces they can make, I'm sure, are very entertaining. Yeah, especially <laughs> so, today. They they make the they roll their eyes and you can't help but laugh at them. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate that, huh? Oh, they do. <laughs> yep. The entertainment value, they're like, yep, it's working. I'm right on par. I'm definitely entertaining. So what's one of the best pieces of advice anyone has ever given to you? Don't settle for the first thing that comes your way, no matter how glitzy and glamoured. It is always make sure you know what's behind that closed door of that glamour. That's how I was taught to invest in things or just in general life decisions. Never just take the first opportunity because it's never the good opportunity. That's worth considering. I just had a conversation with a friend today about waiting just if you have pizza in front of you, but you really want a steak salad, there's a possibility there's a steak salad next door. He's got to believe there might be a steak salad. So if you know what you want to wait for it, because otherwise you're spoiling your appetite with the, the pizza and maybe the steak salad is a possibility. You just don't know it. Exactly. My opportunity will come. So I'm just doing what I need to do to get there. Yes. Waiting for the right opportunity and not just taking the first thing that comes along because it's the first thing there and you don't know yet what else <laughs> might be available to you if you just wait for it. Exactly. That makes makes very good sense. I like that. I definitely like that. Yeah. So today we're going to focus on your re-release of Hollow. So can you describe for us in one sentence, what is Hollow? The most chaotic group of vampires you're ever going to meet. They're from all different eras of time. They're snotty. They're like crazy, but they're also very like sexual, but 
modest at the same time. And they just, they're all over the place, but they're fun. They're fun characters that I wrote. Nice. Mm -hmm. So tell us what was the hardest part about writing this book? I think the hardest part was making sure everything lined up with the time. I couldn't say one thing where there would be like a plot hole in the other. So I was like, okay, I really have to make sure each moment in this book makes sense throughout the rest. Otherwise, it's just going to be chaotic. (laughs) That was my biggest fear. Having so much diversity in the characters, it sounds like, really meant that you had to keep the plot and the overarching perspective very tight to make it all flow well. Exactly. And I wasn't used to that type of writing when it came to fantasy. I'm very good at writing just like thrillers and stuff. So I took the leap to write a fantasy novel. I realized, oh, this is a world building. I really have to make sure this makes sense. Otherwise, it's just going to be hot garbage. Yeah. It's undertaking building a world is not (laughs) simple. So what made you take the shift over to writing dark fantasy? So I've been recently watching a lot of the Mortal Instruments series from Shadowhunters by Cassandra Clare. And then I recently got into Sarah J. Mass books, got into Fourth Wing from Rebecca Yarrow. So I was like, I think I really want to take the shadow aspect of like dark and put it into an urban fantasy, modernize it, because I still love to make things in the now. I've always been better at that than going way back and making a whole new world and getting rid of technology, which I prefer to keep technology in. I think it makes it more interesting to write about. Mm -hmm. So this will just be a whole new thing with vampires trying to live in the modern world, keeping up with the times, but also keeping their life a secret. It's not as easy as it was then. It's more difficult now because now you got cameras in your face. So it's like, how can I do this? You know, making more modernized. And I I did it. So that's that's a plus. (laughs) (laughs) You accomplished it. You managed to bring it all in and do that and to follow that path through. That's Mm -hmm. very exciting. So have you decided that you want to stick with dark fantasy? Or what do you find is where you really want to be with your writing? I definitely want to stick with the dark urban fantasy. And I definitely want to stick with thrillers. I think I thrive with both of them and trickle in the romance because I love me a good smutty book. Who doesn't, right? So (laughs) now all my books are new adult content. It's nothing middle grade anymore. It's nothing YA. It's where I love the most. Just take it and I put it in my own book. So... So is Hollow New Adult then? Is that where it falls? Yes. Now it's New Adult. There is explicit content. It's more cutthroat than it was when it was a YA. So change the whole vibe of the book. That's a big shift. Mm-hmm. Was it very exciting for you to be able to kind of embrace being able to do those pieces of it? Oh, I felt like I had a weight on my shoulders. And when I finally took it off, I was like, I feel like more freeing that I was able to expand more in the New Adult having less restrictions, but be able to put the trigger warnings in the beginning so people are aware, okay, this is sensitive. Here's a heads up, but this is what I did, just so you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. to put it out there so people know what they're getting into, but you can mm-hmm. kind of find where your voice was and where your characters were and to be able to make that authentic and kind of go through there. Mm-hmm. So when did you first know you wanted to be a writer? When I was 12. Really? Yes. My English teacher, he covered a bookshelf with a sheet, which he didn't know at the time was a bookshelf. And he wanted us to write our own short story about what was behind that bookshelf or behind that sheet. And I made it into like this most elaborate thing where I snuck into the school one night to use the computer. And then all of a sudden I see this shelf behind it. I open it up and it's like this 
basement and then you go into a new world. It just, I did this whole creative process to it. I think I loved the idea of taking something so mundane and twisting it around to this magical place. That's so exciting. And it's kind of fun because it kind of ties into the fantasy piece of what mm-hmm. you're doing with your work now, being able to really tap into the potential of what things can be. Exactly. That's so exciting. So with this re-release, it's almost like giving Hollow has its brand new life. You're bringing mm-hmm. two books together into one. Yes. Right? Yes. And you're going to be doing a book signing with that release in Westboro, Mass. Is that right? Correct. That's where I'll be from one to four at Tutnuck Bookseller. And Westboro, Mass. So exciting on February 17th. So that's so exciting to celebrate this re-release and kind of bringing it together as a hardcover, as a new adult book that's kind of taking on this new life and it's got extra heft to it, more of a story to it and kind of bringing it together and doing that. That is so exciting. Congratulations, Amanda. Thank you. (laughs) And what are you currently working on for what's next? I just announced that I will be releasing in September of this year my dark urban fantasy about demon hunters based in New York City called Deck of Scarlets. Ooh, I like that name. Yes. So far, actually, the book has, it's a four book series. Can't give away the rest of the names, but that's the first one. I've been working on this for two and a half years. I was in the trenches with this book because whatever I did then is totally different from where it's now. And it has evolved into a life of its own. And I'm so excited because I don't think we have demon hunters anymore on the market, like books like that. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to make a twist and make it a new adult coming of age, but still have the aspects of the fantasy elements to it. That is so exciting. So you're doing some original things that are definitely your own. That is so exciting. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Well, where's the best place for folks to find you and follow you and be able to connect as things get closer to the release of that book? Oh, TikTok, Instagram. I have a Facebook page. I have everything. So I mean, if you want my siblings, yeah. Yeah. What's your TikTok link? Author Amanda Sinatra. Instagram is Amanda M. Sinatra. And my Facebook is Amanda Sinatra dash author. So you can find me on there. I constantly update. I let everybody know what's coming out. That's awesome. So we'll definitely have this all in the show notes so that people can find you and connect with you and do that. So what book or story has inspired you the most in life? I think the one book that really solidified just inspiration from the get-go was The Giver. Ooh. I don't know why or how it came to be, but I think it was the fact that it's a dystopian novel. Mm -hmm. It was in an almost modern way, but so twisted that it was just inspiring. Like, I think one day I could do this. Like, I read it and thought I could write something like this. That's how much I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. And then it sticks with you to be able to know Mm -hmm. that that's something you could be capable of. That's so exciting. Thank you so much for being here with us, Amanda, and sharing with us about the re-release of Hollow and for the exciting things ahead for you. No, thank you for having me. I hope everyone enjoys it if they buy it. So... Yes, and we'll have the link because pre-orders available on Barnes & Noble. So we'll have the pre-order link on for Hollow in the notes. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I hope you take a second to give us a review or a couple of stars on your favorite podcasting platform. And we'll be here again next Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget, keep it express, but keep it interesting. Interesting.